Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massengill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today our topic is building your leadership brand. What are we thinking about this one, Ralph? Well, we, we rarely get out of the gates on this one because people kind of bristle at this idea of self-promotion. But, but I think leadership brand is really how other people are experiencing our leadership. It's others' perception. And it also comes to this idea of congruence. Is what we're saying about how we want to show up as a leader, is our behavior congruent with that? And I think uh, leadership brand is critically important because it's really how people are experiencing us and our leadership in the organization. And I agree. You know, I get some eyeball rolls too, but I think, you know, most people are, they're focused on the work and getting stuff done. They don't have time to deal with and don't want to deal with, what are you talking about? My leadership brand. It almost feels inauthentic. It doesn't feel genuine. It feels, you know, in some ways maybe manipulative. And that's certainly not the angle that we're coming at around this, but, you know, leadership brand is really incredibly important. You know, if you tie it to emotional intelligence, it's a lot of it has to do with your awareness about how you and your performance is impacting other people and how people are taking you. You know, I think knowing what your brand is, it really gives you an opportunity to say, I need to adjust some things here because that's definitely not what I'm looking to put out there, right? So it's an interesting topic and definitely comes with some eyeball rolls. But connected to influence, part of strengthening our brand is so that we are able to influence outcomes that matter most, so that we are able to scale our leadership. So let's, let's give some practical tips on you know, what are some of the elements that would be important in a leader developing his or her brand. You had some interesting ones the other day, and I, I thought we should share them. I think there's really three categories that we should expand on. And this one, this is a tough one, but you got to say it. It's how likable are you? <laughs> you know, how likable, how approachable, how agreeable, how are you the kind of leader where people can really build a rapport with you? The other is, what do people know about you, about your skills and how competent you are in getting the job done? And the last is, and I like this one, are you indispensable? Is there something about you that really makes you in, indispensable? And I, I really liked those three buckets and think we could expand on each of those. Can, can we work in reverse order? Because I, I was kind of intrigued sure. by all three. And I think we, a leader needs all three as part of his or her brand. But how, how might we coach or advise a leader to become indispensable? I mean, what makes someone indispensable as a leader? So here's how I would answer it. I, you know, it definitely is unique in every situation, but we can be, I've known leaders be indispensable from a technology or a, their technical expertise perspective all the way up through like being indispensable and being able to articulate a vision 
or to motivate a team, or even the ability to build and inspire a team to accomplish specific goals, you know, those are really indispensable skills. So it's actually tied to some specific competencies they have in, in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was even thinking about someone who's asking me what makes for a good coaching client when we're doing leadership coaching. And there, there are probably many attributes, but if I had to net it out to two, it is that they're smart, right? They're bright and they can connect things, but they're open. And I think one of the things that makes a leader really indispensable is they're a continuous learner. They're open to learning. They're open to looking at things from a different perspective. They're open to expanding their consciousness because everything does change, right? We've, we've talked about nothing remains the same. And so this continuous learning helps make us indispensable. You know, one of my favorite words this year, Ralph, is the word essential. And essential. I think I think if a leader can really net out some things that they do that are really essential for their business, that is likely to lead them to something that's also indispensable. But it's interesting, right? When you read a lot of the literature out there, there's probably two or three or four things that are very essential for a leader. You talked about a couple of them, the, the compelling vision, being able to assemble and build a team, <laughs> leading effective meetings, right? These are, these are essential things that make a leader indispensable in an organization. But, but, Talk a little bit more about the likability, because I think that one, you know, that can feel maybe to some of our driven leaders is a little soft. So I'm going to steal a little bit from Robert Cialdini. He's author of a book called Persuasion, and he's an expert in the field of influence and persuasion. And I love his definition for likability, and he does define it in three different ways. So likability is when people find things in common with each other. So mm-hmm. meaning you're more, you can be more likable to me if I find that we have things in common. The second attribute is when people offer genuine compliments, which mm-hmm. I was really kind of surprised at and I want to understand that more. But he said that when people offer us genuine and authentic compliments, we find them to be likable. And then the third area was when other people cooperate towards mutual goals. So Mm -hmm. when we're aligned around a specific goal, around something, there's a level of likability in that relationship. And I thought that was really helpful and really kind of understanding. It sort of took out the fuzzy cupcake butterfly unicornness around likability and, and gave it some kind of gave it some meat there. So it's interesting to me when you said that, it, it reminded me, and this is just a short story, but I proud parenting moment when my son gave his commencement speech a few years ago, and it was a good speech, but I don't think it was great. But he got a standing ovation from the 5,000 people that were there. And we talked about it later. I think it's absolutely, it was his likability index. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave compliments to people. People liked him because he was collaborative. People respected how he interacted with everybody. It really wasn't the content of the speech. It was his leadership brand and his likability based how he's interacted with students and teachers through four years of high school. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I like using Cialdini's definition for likability for that one and just really paying attention to what my propensity is to 
take the time to find things that are in common with people, understand how I'm aligned with mutual goals. And then do I offer genuine compliments to people? You know, do I, I mean, it really shows that you're noticing. And then the third piece to leadership brand we talked about was competence. And, you know, out of all of them, I think this one is the easiest, but I actually think it's the hardest one to talk about because people are, most people, not everybody, but most people, they're humble. They don't want to seem like they're talking about their degrees and credentials. And so how do you really, from a leadership brand perspective, how do you really talk about your own competence? Yeah, I think there's a little self-promotion in here that gives you the credibility. And, and I think finding ways to work that in to a conversation might be helpful. I mean, we, we talk about a term that's a made-up term called humbition. I think we got from the Dalai Lama. And it's this combination of humility and ambition. And I think sometimes if you're too quiet of a leader and people don't know your skill set, you actually might be doing a disservice to the enterprise mm-hmm. uh, because your brand is unrecognized. And so competence and letting people know those areas of competency are part of a leader's brand and important to the success of the enterprise. And I think when we talk about competence, we want to look both at my, uh, my credentials, my technical expertise, you know, what am I really good at? What is that area? But also looking at things like soft skills as well. And what's my competence there? Again, leading teams, public speaking, running a meeting, inspiring groups, you know, communication, all those kind of softer skills, paying attention. I think competence also speaks to my willingness to continue learning. Absolutely. Which makes you indispensable. And I think, I think when you listed those last traits, I think those are a combination of soft and hard skills. I think they speak to relating. I think they speak to self-awareness, which is critical in, in being a continuous learner. I think they speak to being authentic about what your true strengths are, systems awareness, and achievement orientation, right? You, you've, you're still tasked to get results or getting results through others. So I think it's a blending of both softer relationship skills and task, harder skills, technical skills. Really good. So we agree that in this idea of leadership brand, and you know, I had heard this on another podcast, I, I like the three categories of likability, competence, and being indispensable. But let's go to how do I know what my current brand is so that I can make a plan for kind of tweaking it? What would we say there? Well, I think there's a couple ways, but I think they're both sorted under feedback. I mean, I think one way is because we said earlier, leadership brand is others' perception, how they're experiencing you as a leader. So I think you have to ask people, how are they experiencing you as a leader? You know, around likability, around competency. You know, what is it that you bring that makes you indispensable? That's an informal way, but I think there are ways through 360 assessments to see if the way that people are experiencing you is consistent with your vision of yourself as a leader. And so I think those are a couple of different ways to do that. And one of those put a plug in for the one that we like is the leadership circle profile that we administer. So if folks are interested in learning more about that, we can 
walk them through that. But I, I do also love the idea of going to people and just asking. It might seem a little bit awkward, but if you're going to people who you really trust and really know you well, I like the question of how would you describe me if you were to describe my leadership as a, in a marketing campaign? What are the five key words that you would use to describe the attributes that really fit my leadership style? I love that. I love that question. I don't know if I've told the story before, but we have a little coffee shop near our office and I was in there ordering coffee for an event and uh, they had some reasons why they couldn't fulfill the order the way I was asking for it. And I'm fairly insistent on getting what I want. And about halfway in the conversation, though, I asked the young man how he was experiencing me. Now, he was a little taken aback by the question, and I said, look, I don't want you to tell me what your boss has told you that the customer is always right. I want to get a sense of how you're experiencing me and how I'm interacting. And he paused for me. He said, well, you're pretty clear about what you want, and you're remaining respectful. Now, that was consistent with the brand that I think I would like to have as a leader, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that I would always get that feedback. So I, I love the idea. Of, I love how you framed it. In fact, actually, with the, you mentioned the leadership circle profile. When you look at the top five dimensions as rated by others, that really is an indicator of your leadership brand. And when sometimes people read through them out loud, they don't like the sound of oh, critical or arrogance or perfect as part of their leadership brand, and yet that's how people are experiencing them. Yeah. And so it's really, it's really important information to know so that we can scale our leadership in a more effective way. And you brought up answering the question, how do people understand or recognize what their current brand is today? Um, you talked about it really falls under feedback. You know, the indirect and subtle feedback that we get from other people is gold. We can so easily miss it because it comes at times when we don't expect it, right? We're not soliciting feedback per se, but we're getting it and we just need to pay more attention to it when it happens. I had an instance last night where we were in a conversation after dinner, my son and I and and, uh, my wife, and my son noticed that my wife dropped out of the conversation. And so he gave himself and me some feedback. Yeah, dad, we just took over. We kind of talked over mom and you didn't even pick up on the fact that she shut down and uh, he was giving me some feedback. You know, it's one thing to be passionate and engaged in a, a, in a discussion, but mm-hmm. if you consider yourself someone who is open to others' perspectives, we closed one third of the conversation out and didn't even notice. Sure, yeah. And I guess I didn't notice because he was bringing it to my attention, but that is gold. And it was subtle, but yeah. it happened. So it was, yeah. it was, it was, and it wasn't actually, I wasn't thrilled to get that feedback, by the way, in the business that we're in. I'm sure that you were not. <laughs> I'm sure that you were not. <laughs> because that kind of interferes with my perfect view of myself. So anyway. Good for you. Always got something to work on. So, but you know, I, I, I think there's some other subtle feedback that can easily be missed when people say you always do that or you never do that. You know, those are kind of 
innocent, but really direct pieces of feedback that we have to pay attention to, that that's how people are experiencing us. I recently had somebody say to me, you know, you, you really set a high bar for other people. And that caught me off guard. And I thought about it. And it was sending a message to me, right? Sure. So some of those subtle little pieces of feedback, we got to pay well, attention. Sometimes we have to get more information on that because setting a high bar can be quite positive. Sure. In many yeah, cases, sure. it could be stressful and overwhelming in other cases. And I, and yeah. I think depending on where they were coming from, but really important to understand our brand, which is really driven by how other people are experiencing us in our leadership. So I'll offer one more piece of just thought uh, when we're trying to understand what our current leadership brand looks like. What's your ability to influence peers, non-direct, non-direct mm -hmm. report people to support your ideas? That can tell you a story about what your current leadership brand is. The frequency of honest conversations that you have with other people at different levels of the organization could also speak to what your leadership brand is. I like this one. How often do people request you to provide your perspective on key initiatives that you may not be directly involved in? Nice. You know, doesn't that speak to what your brand is and what you're known for within the organization? Very good. I think the idea of uh, we talk about servant leadership, how willing and able are you to coach and mentor people? would be an indicator, right? Are they coming to you for that guidance? And are you willing to provide the time and energy? That's a big piece of your brand, right? It's one thing to say our people are important, but not make the time to mentor and develop them. So really important to look at, really important to see if your behavior is aligned with your vision of yourself as a leader in the organization. If we were to summarize this, the reason why is because we want people to feel like they are congruent with their internal self as well with their external self. You know, what people are seeing and what's inside. What you see is what you get, right? Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah. So to summarize, uh, we also invite our listeners, please reach out to us at getemergent.com if you'd like some more information about the leadership circle profile assessment that we mentioned earlier and coupling that with our leadership development coaching services to really create a solid plan around developing some of those leadership competencies and strengthening your leadership brand. <music>